Sometimes people spend their entire life worrying about death and dying. Soon after Justin Jason learned about mortality, he became obsessed with dying. His parents, who had been deemed by most of society as hovercraft parents, had protected him. First, in being confronted throughout his early years with anything confronting, pain was overcome with baby painkillers. Later, opioids. The circle of life was wrapped up in platitudes, mythology, or simply soft peddling the truth. His grandparents had gone to heaven. Other elderly people passed over. Trees, shrubs, and flowers were recreated. And domestic animals were never associated with steaks, mince, roasts, or sausages. Family friends were selected with similar parental beliefs, and outings were always restricted to playgrounds with flat, soft, or rubberized surfaces where non contact games were encouraged. So Justin had left his expensive secondary school in late teens and was approaching his twenties before he really grasped the full concept of his impermanency in the mortal world. But he was essentially a bright lad and quickly learned about DNA and traced his family history and the reasons for their demise. It quickly came to his knowledge that on his father's side, he would be prone to heart disease, and on his mother's side there would be a high chance of a brain tumour. According to recent surveys, he found that his dietary habits meant that he had a 1 in 5 chance of a stroke before he was 50. And, because of his early behind-the-lavatories mischief throughout his teen years at school, he would need to be alert against all forms of cancer. Similar surveys suggested that if he persisted in his love of fast cars between the ages of 20 and 30, he would be in the top 20% of potential road fatalities. And there was only a slightly better risk if he rode his pushbike. He became very worried in his late teens and petrified in his early 20s. Clothes were now selected according to a strict criteria. The thought of his dead and inert body being pulled and then pushed without dignity into difficult sepulchral attire was abhorrent and led to looseness and comfort being the key. Underclothes had need to be changed constantly and once past their pristine best were discarded in order to bestow a better impression on his mortician. Holidays and travelling became a corridor of anxieties and insurance clauses scrutineered so that no hidden small print may have been inserted that might lead to his remains remaining on foreign soil. And what of those precious remains? Burial versus cremation was a debate worthy of much consideration. It was a difficult decision, especially when you were still under 21 and therefore still officially classified as a minor. His last moments on earth were obviously going to be precious and he became very critical as to who would share them with him. Each female companion was chosen with the thought her face and voice 
may well be the last worldly image he saw before transference to celestial heights. As youth gave way to masculinity, he began to look at young women as not only carnal but prosaic possibilities, for the chosen one would become the mother of his children, the descendants to which he would leave his hard-earned wealth, his favourite possessions, his memories, and cherished love. Few women could reach the summit of his expectations, so he remained single. Justin worried about all of these things, and even worse, his newfound maturity had widened his horizons, and he realised that death does not always come as a swift and sudden arrow. It may hover for months, weeks, and years. It may come as a companion to diabetes, emphysemia, pneumonia, or rheumatoid arthritis. It may come as a hidden messenger in lumps or irrational bleeding or changing bowel or bladder habits. It can manifest itself in nervousness and sleeplessness and itches and swelling joints. It was therefore of great surprise and delight to Justin that he actually reached his thirtieth birthday unscathed. True, he was thin, greying and balding, with deep furrows on his face. His teenage acne had never improved, and he had a constant irritant cough that had been diagnosed as simply a nervous habit. But he had defied many of the lotteries associated with youth. Now all he had to worry about was those associated with middle age, and, if the fates were kind, eventual senility. As a present to himself, he allowed his parents to take him out for a celebratory dinner. In middle age, they had begun to detach themselves a little from their hovercraft attitude towards their son. If truth be told, they were preparing themselves for his undertaking to protect them as they eased themselves into old age. Happily, this looked as if once arrived, it could be a long and fulfilling experience, as, like Justin, they too seemed to have circumnavigated many of the pitfalls of illness and diseases of those associated with the ageing process. Feeling content with their lot and the advent of their son's birthday, they decided to celebrate this special day by reserving a table in a reputable restaurant. The menu was extensive and expensive, and the trio took a long time perusing the choice before making their selections. Of course, much of Justin's lifelong angst had come to him by his parents, so they all automatically avoided the reef fish because of bones and the likelihood of ciguatera, fish poisoning. They bypassed the chicken cacciatore in the misconceived belief that the poultry was fed on hormones, steroids and antibacterial agents harmful to humans. His mother still took caution from beef after the mad cow disease of the 90s, so chose a mushroom omelette for herself and her husband. Justin decided to settle for a spinnaker pie with a green salad. How was he to know that the spinach had been sprayed with DDT and not washed thoroughly? The cream cheese had been processed in unsanitary conditions, a mouse plague was just beginning to manifest itself in the kitchen, 
and the waiter serving him was suffering from a severe viral infection. As the doctor said, who was called into his bedside 24 hours later, each of those cases would have been unlikely to be fatal. But Justin was unlucky as the recipient of the million-to-one chance of suffering from everything at the same time. He became unconscious, went into a coma, and died within three days. You have been listening to Death and Dying, written and narrated by Brianda Cross. Thank you. 